You're listening to the Rise and Love podcast, where we believe that you get to have love and success in all areas of your life. Your host, Crystal Iram, will help you understand yourself, your relationships, and what's keeping you from having the love, relationship, and life you really want. Week after week, you'll have your mind blown as you learn from experts and listen in on honest conversations to experience mindset shifts and get practical instruction on how to use your mind to support you in getting everything you desire. We'll get to the heart of the matter when it comes to designing and elevating all aspects of love and life. Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. I have something super, super exciting to share with you. I have created a all new free masterclass for you. In this masterclass, I am sharing my six-step magnetism formula. So for all of my podcast listeners, obviously, I share various aspects of my whole method for calling in love. In this new masterclass, though, I am laying out my entire six-step formula. I'm really excited. This is something I've been wanting to put together for a long time, and I just hadn't gotten around to doing it, but I've finally done it. It is ready for you. It is a limited time masterclass, so I definitely wouldn't wait. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes so you can go ahead and sign up, save your seat, take advantage while it's available. It is seriously so, so good. I know that you're going to love it. I share the six steps in the magnetism formula. I share some of the biggest mistakes that I see women make. And I am giving you a very, very clear way of actually taking all of the steps, implementing into your life and calling in the love of your life. So really, if you're listening to this podcast right now, there is no reason that you shouldn't sign up for this free masterclass. I'm so, so excited for it. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rise in Love podcast. Today, we are talking about a topic that was inspired in my private Facebook group, Magnetizing Love. Yeah, this topic was really good and I feel like this comes up a lot. So actually, one of my former students, she was a student in Magnetize Your Match, which is now called the School of Manifesting Love. Um, But she manifested an amazing man. They're really, really happy together. But what she asked was, how do you deal when you're on different timelines? She wants to get engaged and get married. Um, He's previously been married and isn't exactly sure when he wants to get married again. He thinks that he wants to live together first, um, and she doesn't necessarily want to do that. So I wanted to address a couple of things with that. So there's a couple of issues here. So the first one is the topic of living together. I know that I don't discuss it that much, but I wanted to touch on it today. So living together before marriage is obviously, it's a personal choice. Like it's not right. It's not wrong. It's just a choice. What is the best thing for you and your particular relationship? However, I do believe that, you know, if you want to get married, then you want to make a distinction between living together. I think that it is a mistake when you are moving in together without being clear about where the relationship is headed for both of you. When people move in together and it's just like, let's just see how it goes. Let's just make sure that we'll actually work. It's not the right mindset for moving in with someone. And the reason is because when your mindset is, we're just going to live together and see how things go, it creates this mindset of if it doesn't work out, we just end. We'll just, we'll move out. We'll end the relationship. When you go into a marriage, 
you don't want to go in with that mindset. You want to go in with the mindset that like we are going to do what it takes to make it work. Now, obviously, lots of people are in marriages that do end for one reason or another, and that's okay. You're not like bad or wrong. But you don't want to bring that attitude in even further. And I think that that's one of the biggest problems with moving in together, which is the idea of like, we'll see how it goes. Because then you have to switch your mindset. You have to get into a different mindset of, well, it's not just if we get into a big fight or if things don't work out, we move out from each other. No, like you get married, like you're married. You're not just going to end things because something came up that isn't going well. So I think that's one of the biggest problems. And so one of the ways of overcoming that is just making sure that you're clear. We are not moving in together as a trial period. We're moving in together because we've already committed to each other. And our plan, our choice is that we are going to get married. And we're just spending this time together before we move to that next step. Okay, so that's a distinction that I personally would make. Now, not everyone is going to make a distinction that way, but I think that makes the most sense where it's like, you know that your goal is the same. So it's really just making sure that your goals are aligned and it's not like a trial period. I think men are a little bit more inclined towards this trial period, but of course they are. Why wouldn't they be? Like how amazing for a man to get to live with a woman without there being like a commitment where he's saying for the rest of my life, I'm taking responsibility for this woman. Of course he's going to want to live with you. Like why wouldn't he? Like I don't under most men, unless he has a very traditional mindset, of course they are going to prefer the idea of moving in with someone. And you know that it means something because a lot of people will say, well, it's just a piece of paper. It's not just a piece of paper. Very few people really truly consider it just a piece of paper. It means something to them. That's why they don't want to do it. They know that it means a higher level of commitment, a higher level of responsibility. So they're going to hold off as long as they can. The problem is, is if they haven't made that level of commitment in their mind, in their energy, before they make the choice to move in with someone, it's going to be a little bit harder to motivate and inspire and compel him towards that. Because then you have this whole argument about like, but things are going so great. Why would we change it? You know, I know people who are married and they stopped having sex. I know people who are married and all of a sudden they started fighting, you know, and so then he's in this like ideal situation where it's like, I get all of the benefits of having a wife, but he doesn't have to feel in himself that level of commitment, that level of responsibility towards the woman he's with. The way that you deal with that is just making sure before you move in together that you're on the same page where he's not thinking this is a trial run to see. He's thinking you're the woman that I want to be with. I think we need a few more months before we're ready to take that next step. But like, I know you're the one already. That level of commitment should already be there. That's my two cents about it. If that's what you want, if you don't care if you live with multiple people, then obviously you don't take the commitment as seriously. But some people don't want to live with four, five, six different partners before they get married. If you don't want to get married, then obviously it's going to feel a little bit different for you. You know, if your ideal is just to live with someone and you don't really care if there's another partner and another partner, multiple partners after that, then disregard all of this. It's not relevant. Like just do what feels right for you. If what you ultimately want is to be married, then you really want to keep that in mind and make sure you're already on the same page. Now, with all that said, the next thing you have to really think about is, are you getting too far ahead of yourself? So this amazing, amazing woman who I absolutely adore, who asked this question, has been in this relationship for about four months now. She says, you know, we've already said that we love each other. He's met my kid. 
I've met his kids. Like we know each other's families. Four months into a relationship, these are all great, normal, good markers of the relationship. These do not indicate anything. They don't indicate anything more than that. By four months in, you want to be at that place. So I'm not saying like, oh, you shouldn't be excited about where your relationship is. No, I'm saying that like your relationship is in the right place. Like the relationship is in the perfect place. But the things that you're describing here, meeting each other's families, being a part of each other's lives, that's not more advanced. You know, the the sense that I got from the post that I originally saw was that like she felt like their relationship was further along. No, your relationship is unfolding at a really normal, good, healthy pace. Those are all markers that you'd want to have by four, five, six months. With that said, that's a really, really good place to be. So moving in together isn't necessarily something you're going to do at four months in, five months in, six months in. Your relationship is not behind if you're not moving in together after a couple of months. You're not behind. You're in the right place. But when you start thinking too far ahead, You start squeezing the joy out of the stage of the relationship that you're currently at. Like there's all these wonderful aspects about being four months into a relationship, about being five, six months into a relationship. And when you're thinking about markers that naturally are going to happen a little bit later down the line, that are going to be bigger conversation points at nine, 12 months into the relationship, you're sort of killing the fun of where you currently are. You're getting too far ahead of yourself. Women do the same thing at the very beginning stages of their dating, right? Where they're like on a first date and they're already like, are you seeing anyone else? Is this Where's this going? What do you think? Don't get so far ahead of yourself. Part of the problem about moving far ahead is that like you're not going to be enjoying the relationship, but also you're really going to crush the enjoyment out for the man. Men are protective of their energetic resources. And so as a man is falling in love with you, he is going to be giving you more and more and more. And when he's getting back the appropriate things at the particular level of the relationship, he is going to feel inspired to give more and more. So when he's saying, I love you, and you're saying, I love you too. I'm so happy about how this relationship is going. I love that I know your children. I love that you're a part of my life. I love that we're, you know, knowing each other's friends and each other's families, he's feeling like, yes, this is so good. Like his energy is expanding along with yours. It's like creating this beautiful like synergy and connection, giving giving so much space for the relationship to deepen. But when you start saying, you know, what's our five-year plan? When are we moving in together? When are we getting married? And he's just like, we just got together. Like you just met my kids. Like you're crushing the fun out of this stage of the relationship. Don't do that. He's going to want to be with you because what you have at each stage of the relationship is great. Now, this woman who I'm referring to, she's already been through my signature program. So like I know she knows this and because she very, very deliberately and intentionally called this man in. This is not just some guy that she fell for willy-nilly because he was hot and they had great chemistry. No, they have aligned values. They have aligned goals. Like this was a thoughtful connection that she manifested that she called in and I'm so so proud of her and like I just I love this whole thing but 
everything that goes into manifesting the relationship you don't give up on once you're in the relationship. It's not because here's one of the things I talk about all the time. It's like when you're manifesting a relationship, your energy is expanding, right? Creating this big expansive energy that's really attractive. And you're just like, I know I get to have love. My person is out there. I can feel him. He's here. It's going to be so great when we're together. It's this huge, beautiful, expansive energy. And we don't want it contracting. So it's like you're in the relationship. You've got this beautiful, huge contract expansive energy. So now you've attracted in someone amazing. But then when you start thinking too far ahead, too far about the future, the energy starts contracting again. It's the same as when you're like, is the guy going to call? Is he going to commit to me? What if this actually isn't the one? What if I actually have to start over again? And the energy starts contracting. You're like, I got to make sure that he commits. How can I get him to commit? How can I make sure that he does what I want to do? And the energy is totally different. And he's like, wait, Where's that light, expansive, open, amazing woman that I fell in love with who was just excited about spending time with me and learning about me and getting to know me? But now you're focusing on like the goal, the thing that you want to make happen. Listen, I never advocate sticking around a relationship too long. Like I would never tell a woman, you know, if you've been with someone for four years, just give them a little more time. No, absolutely not. Never, ever, ever would I say such a thing. Four months, however, is just not a crazy long time. You know, I think that sometimes it's like I talk about the timeline of my relationship and it's like for anyone who's been in my world for a while, you know that my relationship progressed really quickly. But that was what was right for me and for my person. That is not going to be exactly the timeline of anyone else's relationship or exactly what would have unfolded if Colby weren't my person. If I were falling in love with someone else, it may not have been that I got, you know, engaged after knowing him for a handful of months. So I, I do wonder if there's like a little bit of an element of like comparing to some of the things that I talk about. Release that. Release any of like the rules. Your strength is going to come in like flexibility. Anyone who's rigid, it's a contract. Rigid is like the same as contracting. It's very, very repellent. It's not going to call in what you want. So don't get ahead of yourself. Appreciate the beauty of the relationship where you are right now. Nine months for most people, is going to be a little bit more of a standard time to start talking about where is this relationship really going? Are we going to move in together? Are we going to get married? I'm not saying this is a hard and fast rule, but nine months sort of makes sense cyclically, especially when you think about like the way a woman's biological clock would be ticking. It's like nine months is, you know, our gestation period. So Before then, of course, you're going to have those conversations. You want to make sure that you're generally on the same page. What I have to point out, though, is that she's not saying that her boyfriend doesn't want to get married again, that he's saying, I don't see myself getting married again. I don't see myself marrying you. No, even at four months, he's saying, I love you. I am in love with you. I see myself having a future with you. I'm not ready to get engaged and married right now. Fair enough, bro. Like it just hasn't been that long. Like he I I don't think that this is someone who has to commit too early. Couple of caveats though. You want to make sure that when someone is saying I'm not ready yet, he's really saying that it is something that they're open to. Sometimes when a man has been married before and he's gone through a divorce, you do want to know that he's not so gun shy that he's never getting married again. That does happen where someone says, I was married. It was great. Not for me. Not doing it again. The divorce was too painful. In that situation, that's a very, very, very different scenario. That means there's a misalignment of values and goals. There's a big, big misalignment there. 
That's not what she's describing. She's describing a man who just wants a little bit more time. I'd say, give him a little bit more time. You're getting ahead of yourself. Appreciate the amazingness of the relationship where you are right now. The third point and the third thing that you want to keep in mind about this is that just as you're able to manifest a relationship, you continue manifesting in the relationship. You manifested the man, you manifested the relationship that you wanted, and then you get to manifest different aspects of the relationship. You know, I love my husband. He's a wonderful person, but like he's not perfect. Our relationship isn't perfect. So it's very, very easy to get stuck on the things that I don't like about it. And then I'm like, Crystal, you got to practice what you're preaching. And I manifest the aspects of the relationship that I want to shift. You know, when we first got together, he was not verbally affectionate at all. He, and words of affirmation is my primary love language. It is the first one for me. And he just really didn't know how to like say the things that I wanted to hear. And I had to work on that. So it was manifesting, you know, part of it was the mindset and me imagining how am I going to feel when he's telling me, you're so beautiful. I love you so much. I can't stop thinking about you, the most amazing woman ever. Like, how's it going to feel? And then also taking the practical steps. So telling him, it would make me feel so good if you would tell me what you're feeling. Makes me like when he complimented me, it feels so good when you tell me that. Thank you. Like being appreciative. So it's the same thing. Once you're in a relationship, you get to keep manifesting it. It gets to keep getting better and better. If you know that you want to get married, then you get to manifest the marriage, you know, manifest the proposal, manifest the engagement, manifest the wedding. I manifested my wedding like I cannot even tell you. Even before Kobe and I were engaged, I manifested. I was like, I know what I want. I did it the exact same way that I teach my students how to do their manifesto. Like I was like, this is exactly how I want it to be. What's it going to feel like? And then after we were engaged, I read it all the time. My wedding was exactly, exactly, exactly what I wanted. My marriage is very much the way that I want because I keep manifesting it. So I would say get very, be very careful not to get hung up on like, he doesn't want what I want. We're on totally different pages. We have to end the relationship now. No, appreciate the relationship for where it is at this moment and then focus on manifesting what you want from it. You know, what is it going to feel like when you are fully clear that you're on the exact same timeline when you're on the same page? Like go of this idea that like, it's not that men are not going to stick by their word. They often do, but he has not given you anything definitive about you know, what he does not want. He's not saying, I don't want to get married. Saying, I'm on a slightly different timeline than yours. That can shift. He hasn't said, I refuse to get married for the next four years. He's just like, I'm not sure I'm ready at this moment. So focus on manifesting. Keep your energy very, very open. Appreciate the relationship where it is and manifest exactly what you want. So this student of mine who inspired this podcast, this live stream, she went through my signature program. It was called Magnetize Your Match as she went through it. It is now called the School of Manifesting Love. But one of the things that I teach is my six-step magnetism formula. That's, you know, the crux of the program. But I wanted to make sure that everyone who's in my community has a way of sort of learning what all of my steps are so that you can understand it as I'm teaching, as I'm sharing various content. So I've created a free masterclass for everyone. If you are part of my community, then you really need to go through this masterclass because I want you to know at least the basics. I'm going to explain the whole six-step magnetism formula 
I hear the biggest mistakes that I see women make, the things that really are holding a lot of people back. You'll get a complete and full path for calling in your person. So I will put the link for that in the comments and you need to sign up and do it. It's very cool. It's an on-demand workshop. So once you sign up, you have a limited amount of time to watch it. But yeah, it's amazing. You need to watch it, watch the whole thing, take lots of notes. I shared a lot of really good content. So everyone needs to join that. So that is all that I have about this particular topic. If you have any questions about this topic, about any other topic, let me know. I'll address it. And I hope that this was very clear because I'm never saying like, wait around. I'm saying like, there's different things that are appropriate where you can sort of know this is a good milestone for this stage of the relationship. So for my amazing student, whom I absolutely adore, who is just killing it, like she went through the program, she did the work, and she called in a really, really special, amazing guy. But I think that the thing that's really important to understand is that once you learn how to manifest a great man, once you learn how to manifest a great relationship, you have to remember it never has to be that one. So, you know, for my student, it's like, it sounds like this guy she called in is really, really amazing for her. And so I want it to work out. But also, I know that she now has the awareness of how to call in the relationship that she wants. So it's like, if it's not him, it's the next. You know, I say that a lot when I'm talking about people who are dating, but like that continues. Like you're not dependent on any one person. It never has to be a particular person. It's a choice that you both have to make. You both have to choose each other. And I think that continues for any relationship. As committed as I am to my marriage and as committed as my husband is, if for some reason that shifted, it's it's not it's not a fail. Like it's okay. Someone else. Like there is there's there's such an abundance. Like there's no shortage of great men. There's no shortage of great men for you. There's no shortage of potential amazing, incredible relationships. So nothing to worry about. I hope this answered the question. So that's what I have for you now. I'll see you again soon. I am so grateful for all of my listeners. I love creating this content. I love this podcast. And there's nothing I want more than for more women to have happy, healthy, loving relationships with the man of their dreams. Now, I have a small favor to ask. If you have been listening and enjoying the podcast, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps so much. It is the only way that we are going to get this content into the hands and ears of the women that really want it and need it. So if you have been listening for a while and you're absolutely loving the podcast, leave us a rating and review. It means absolutely everything to us. Thanks so much and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast. 